time for Talkin' Jazz. From Two News, this is Talkin' Jazz, presented by R.C. Willie. Good evening, welcome to Talkin' Jazz, a new edition. I am social mediaing as At we the open time? this show. How about that? I'm not sure that? if we have the FCC yeah. license for that. Okay, enough of that. Good to have Alema <laughs> back with us, and what a great time yeah. for the Jazz. The last three or four shows we've done have been so excited because they've all involved a lot of winning. Ten in a row. That's what this row. stands for. And what, four, uh, 15 of the last 16? Something like that, I yeah. I mean, it just it just keeps going. they got a little ways to go to reach the milestone, which is Stockton and Malone's 15 straight, yeah. which they did twice. Back in '99, but this is this is fun times. You remember some of the shows we've done where it's like, "Be patient, they'll yep. get through this." Yeah, and now it's just a good time. Yeah. And you got a lot of stuff. Look at all this material yeah. I have. Let's get to, to it. get us through. Let's get to Let's it. Let's get to because it. Because your first topic is Rudy, and you're saying he's got some new offensive moves. Well, I think you've seen them. Yeah. I don't have to declare this to you. I think You've been you watching are the games it. because I'll tell you what, Rudy Gobert, we know because of the defense, right? He is the depoy or the defensive player of the year, and as I have said before, that, see, that roll to the basket is one of the ones I'm talking about. This right here going strong to the basket and yes. then flexing, and flexing at the end. And once again, Right, going up against a you know a big man that is known for blocking the shot. Once again, getting hit on the head, the and one. It doesn't matter whether you get fouled or not on the way to the basket. If you're Rudy Gobert, you have to say and one. Yeah, it's required of you. And then of course this is what Rudy does. But Rudy is really, if you look at what the Jazz have accomplished in these 15 games, right, 16 games, on the 10 game win streak. So many of the end of the game, part portions of the game, right have been because Rudy has made big plays both offensively and defensively. And we think of Rudy, we think of him as that defensive player, but I brought some bonus stats for you today. What? Whoa, 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 Fox you're going it. off the rails I just here. This is not even scripted. Is this, this is totally unscripted. I brought this in today because I wanted to let our viewers know that bonus Rudy coverage. Gobert in clutch time, right? Right. Five, well, five minutes left, five points you exactly. know, differential. That he is leading the league in plus minus plus 66, leading the league in field goal percentage, 84.2%, leading the league in rebounds and in blocks. That, my friend, is clutch. And that is bonus coverage. You don't get that across the street. All right, (laughs) Jazz, by the way, they are great when they hit threes. 17-2 and when making 14 threes or more. Now, they hit 13 last night. But there are a lot of games where they have hit that mark, and you're loving the way they're stroking that long. Yeah, and, and it really, we, we talk about things that can become contagious, right? Which is not, of course, the illness that you brought into the newsroom what? a couple of weeks ago. But we're talking more so about things like, like passing the ball. That can become contagious. Knocking down three-pointers can be contagious. And right now, it has infected the entire Jazz team because the beauty of what the Jazz are doing, they don't have like a, a, a three-point specialist. It's not Kyle Korver is on the team. Right, He'll right. knock down a three. It's like, let's run down the list of guys that can give you a critical three-pointer when you need it. And Joe Ingles leads the way in, in that regard because he is so good at knocking down that three. And of course, Boyan, we brought him in. When I say we, I was involved with Zanuck along with you know, with Lindsley to make that decision. Yeah. But he, when we brought him in, that's what we expected from him, and he has delivered with that. But Joe, of course, is fantastic. Yeah. Royce O'Neal can do it, and then you bring in um, Jordan Clarkson, and he's capable of doing it. Of course, 
uh, Donovan Mitchell yep. is, you know, you go down the line and with the exception of maybe Rudy Gobert, everybody else can knock down a three when you need oh, it. But I think Rudy probably believes yeah. he can knock down a three if you need <laughs> it. Uh, let, let's talk a little more about Ingles because uh, you wanted to touch on it just how well he's been playing. He's been averaging 15 points a game during yeah. this streak. And I love his, can we use the phrase antics? Yeah. Uh, because he had, now and again, you see something like that. Yeah. Like the blowing the kiss. You might be old enough to remember a band called Jada Kiss. I call this Joda Kiss. Joda and, and that is when Joe knocks down a critical three-point shot and then he sends kisses to the crowd. And, and if it's not that, if it's not the kisses to the crowd, there's all kinds of other antics that he comes up with. He'll get in your face, he'll stare you down as he runs back the other way. But he's one of those guys that um, he is a vocal leader on the floor, certainly for the Jazz. That one was so deep. And, and, but he is also, aside from being a vocal leader, he's one of those guys that, that kind of, he does those subtle little things that, that the bench sees or the other players on the court see. And it gets them fired up. You know, he gets high fives from his guys and you knock down the three pointer and then you get this reaction from the yeah. bench, right? And that, that's a beautiful thing when you have kind of those types of reactions. You can get that hero shot, go hero shot. And we're talking broadcast term, right? Yeah. Hero shot would be coming back after. to the player yeah. after he makes the shot, then go bench shot. And we didn't see any in there, but he does blow the yes. kiss quite a few times. It's called the Jota kiss. Jota kiss. I want you to use that Jota kiss? on the news. Okay. Yeah. And he baits players into just, I mean, getting out of sorts. Yes. And, it, and it works very well. All right, uh, next topic. Donovan struggled yeah. yesterday in the first half. It was like, where is he? Did what he could, had a few assists. But man, in the second yeah. half, he lit it up. And, and you, you got to admire that. We know that, that Donovan is a second half type of player. I mean, we've seen that from him in the third quarter, fourth quarter, but four points in the first half. And then, you know, you're almost thinking to yourself, you know, this is going to be like the game that he had prior to sitting out the Wizards game where he was under the weather. And granted, I think he was still not feeling 100% going into this game, but I think he understood when the second half started that there's going to be a moment where my team is going to need me. And so he goes into that second half and takes the mantle upon himself to, to get to the basket. And you know, I don't want to make a big deal about this, but the beginning of the game, if you remember this one, he had the shoes on yep. that were paying tribute he uh, changed right, the shoes. to Australia and Puerto, uh, Puerto Rico. Right, right. Right. And that that's, they're going to auction off those shoes. Benefits will go to, to those two countries that are in need of some some help with the fires and with the earthquake. Good cause. Yeah. Comes back in the second half with the yellow shoes yeah, and all of a sudden, hey, knocking it down from long yeah. range. And that's the that's beauty. That's the beauty of, of Donovan Mitchell. And sometimes for players, it's a subtle change like that. And part of it might have been like Donnie wanted to wear those, of course, for the first half because it wanted to be a game ward pair of shoes. He was going to auction off yeah, to, to make a, a contribution. Cost. But uh, the second half, man, it was so it fun was to watch him. And it's almost like you know, some guys, you, you see them four points in the first half, oh, they're having a bad game. Donovan is four points in the first half. You say, I wonder if he'll be able to pull it together because he has in the past in the third and, and fourth quarters, and yeah. he did in that game, certainly. All right, another key you want to talk about, jazz winning games that you should win. Mm -hmm. And even without Donovan, yeah. everyone's stepping up, and let's talk about the Wizards because that was a good, you remember the game before that, yeah. he was actually sick. They knew he wasn't yes. feeling well. Under and the weather. finally he just could not, because sometimes you're just, 
you're too sick. Yeah. And he couldn't play. But the Jazz stepped up. I remember several football games you and I called where you were like that. And I just but I played every half. game. But when you look at that game against the Washington Wizards specifically, how about this? You know, the expectation, okay, Donovan's going to be out, and you're hoping the guys can uh, pick up the slack. How about this? You get 31 points from Boyan Bogdanovich, right? And then you have three other guys with 20 or more. Are you kidding me? That's nuts. And one of those guys is not Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell off the floor, and you get that type of performance against uh, the Wizards, which is not a great team, obviously, in the Eastern Conference. But this was a big win from an emotional standpoint, from a confidence-building standpoint, because you win this game without your superstar. And guys, step up. And let's show you the resiliency of that first half versus second half, because as you were talking about, yeah. they had to completely turn that thing around in the second half. And look at that, scoring 72 versus 55, allowing just 50 after giving up 66 in that first half. The three-point shooting was better. And of course, the turnovers, they had nine in the first half and Alema only and boxes, two. That last category that's is huge. huge. Yeah. On this win streak you know, for the Utah Jazz, that's been one of the stats that will jump out at you they are taking care of the basketball. Yeah, and that's very that's a big key in NBA. Yeah. Uh, even, it's, you know what, that's big in any sport. Football's the yeah. same way. All right, bench players. No, another topic that's close to your heart. You want to talk about this. Last 10 games, they're averaging almost 40 points yeah. a game off that bench. You didn't say that was close to my heart because I'm a bench guy. Is that what well, you're saying? Well, because we had to bring you to in my BYU. times. <laughs> you're talking about my BYU career. I'm not going to go there. All right. No, you're absolutely right. And you take a look at the win streak, which will also encompass the uh, acquisition of Jordan Clarkson. And all of a sudden, and again, going back to this idea of how things can be at, at times uh, uh, contagious, I think Jordan Clarkson's energy and excitement for a new venue to be able to you say that they can kind of resurrect the career. A guy gets traded someplace and all of a sudden he steps up this game. Moutier to a degree has done that. But Jordan Clarkson, when he came in, he was so excited about being here. And I think it has made a huge impact on the bench overall. And guys have really stepped up their game. And where the bench used to be a real sore spot for the Jazz, and maybe not a sore spot, but but maybe a weak link at times. Now it has become. This was a beautiful moment. Now it has become uh, one of the strengths for the Utah Jazz. And there are times when you can look to the bench to to get you some critical points when needed or stops when needed. All right. Now tying all this together, you and I talked about this late last night. The Jazz leading the league in several important categories. Look very closely at this graphic because this is amazing. Look at that column on the right side. Alema, this is during the current yeah. streak. First in wins, and obviously there's even more there because we go back to how well this streak's been going on. First in field goal percentage, three-point shooting, yeah. offensive rating, effective field goal. This is amazing. We're talking the entire NBA they yeah. lead. And, and we talked about three-point three shooting already. But you know, let's make sure that we we drive home this point that the way that the Jazz are shooting three-point shots right now is not just the best in the league. This is best in franchise history. Yeah, if they maintain that? this pace, it will be an all-time for the franchise. But you brought up a great point. They have so many guys that you even go back to the Stockton Malone era, and Hornacek was yeah. their three-point shooter. And, and now, B. Russ, B. Russell was part of that. And group B. Russell too. a little yeah. bit, but now there's a, there's a whole bunch of them. All right. Time for this week's edition of Jazz Vice presented by Kimball Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Now the Jazz are taking on the Pelicans on Thursday night. 
it was scheduled to be the return of Zion Williamson, and that it's going to be fun when that happens. Oddly enough, the last game he actually played yeah. was a preseason game against the Jazz. Here's the Jazz players on the much-heralded rookie. Jazz Bites. Presented by Kimball Roofing and Repairs. Honestly, you know, I think just looking at it in just a regular game, you know, we understand last time we played there, it ended, you know, in a kind of crazy way, so they're going to come out ready to play, and the fact that he's playing, it'll be packed, it'll be huge, and be a lot of coverage, but we're going to go out there and do our thing. You know, we're not going to make it too big of a deal. Let's go out there and just focus on the task at hand, you know, and I'm like, I'm happy for him that he's finally getting ready to play, and, you know, he's healthy. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, see what happens. I mean, he's very, he's a young player. He's very talented, you know, but, uh, it's definitely fun to watch. So it's going to be, a, you know, for us, it's going to be the same. Zion or no Zion, we're going there to try to get a win. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and hopefully that's what we're going to do. Okay, now, since last night, update. We yeah. thought he was going to be back yeah. this Thursday. It In looks fact, like that just happened, you know, earlier, earlier tonight. Today. Yeah. yeah, and I think they delayed it a few games, two or three more yeah. games. So that's unfortunate because, you know, we'd all like to see him. But what are your thoughts on on this kid and what he brings to the league. I, I don't know that there's ever been a player like this in the history of the league. And, and you, you asked me to describe, you know, what this guy can do. And I don't have to describe it. You can see what a freak of nature this kid is. I mean, something like this right through the legs on one <laughs> no, step. It, <laughs> are, are you kidding me? I mean, the, the, guy, the guy, his athleticism is absolutely remarkable. And the thing about what, what Zion Williamson will do for this team, speaking of the Pelicans, um, is he will electrify that home crowd again in New Orleans. No doubt. And, and yeah. you know, when Anthony Davis left, that was a big deal for them. And this was a huge draft uh, to be able to get him. But he's fun to watch, and we were looking forward to it. Yeah. But I think you saw from the comments that you heard from the Jazz players, they are like, oh, you know, he's a great player, but, you know, our, our – our, our approach doesn't change yeah, whether we he's got there or deal. not there. Yeah. And that's the beauty of how the Jazz have gotten to where they are right now. It's not about the other team. It's about our preparation and our focus. All right, let's take a look at their uh, focus for the next six games at any rate. They do have the Pelicans Thursday and then four out of five at home. Things starting to toughen up a little bit, Alemi. You see Mavericks and Rockets at the bottom of it. They play the Mavs twice, the Rockets twice, the Nuggets twice. What do you think about that schedule beyond this group? Well, I think that, that the schedule to this point has been nice for the Jazz to start to Friendly. gain. And, but gain some confidence. Friendly, certainly. But the Jazz have done a nice job winning the games they're supposed to win, right? Make hay while the sun is shining means while the schedule is in a position where you should win the games, you go out and you win those games and you gain confidence in that, you know, during the course of that. And they've done that. And I, so I like them being ready for Dallas, being ready for Houston. Right. You said make hay while the sun is shining. Uh, our old friend, Mr. Mack, used to always yeah. say harvest. <laughs> That's all he would say. And by the way, let's announce, it's official. Alema yeah. will be joining me on our high school uh, playoff broadcast, semifinals and finals at the end of the end of uh, February. Yeah. And Tim Lacombe, former BYU assistant, will also take some of those games when you have jazz duty. So I'm excited yeah. to have you. Do I've you know covered, anything about high I've school I've covered basketball? plenty of basketball, and, and let me make sure that, that our audience knows that I was second team all league oh, basketball in, in high school. At Punahou High. That, that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> the pride of Punahou. <laughs> all right, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next time on Talking Jazz. But hey, Barack Obama went there. That's true.